Welcome to Rest-Based Weight Loss, the podcast series that gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. After struggling with my weight for years, I eventually came to learn that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues. Weight issues are stress issues. Today, I am a certified nutrition consultant, stress management coach, and lifestyle coach on a mission to teaching women how to transform their mind, their body, and their health from the inside out. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hi there. Hello, everyone. In this video, I want to talk about, just from my observation, some disparities that I'm seeing across racial lines, specifically for women when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to health and wellness. And uh, this video is definitely going to be just my general observations, just based on um, the current women that I'm working with as a weight loss coach. Um, right now, and very specifically, the most current, my most current weight loss clients, I'm working with um, four different women right now. Two are women of color, two are, um, two are Caucasian women. And I want to just point out some disparities that I'm seeing uh, just based on these four women alone that actually translate and kind of showcase a disparity that now looking back on all of the clients that I've had over the previous three or four years, um, some disparities that, I, that I'm continuing to see across racial lines. Um, I wanna talk a little bit about stress for women of color in particular and how that stress um, prohibits really women of color, uh, it, it's more of, it presents more of a blocker, how stress presents more of a blocker for women of color um, from being able to sustain and maintain their weight loss. And then finally, a wellness tip that I have for women that are trying to um, lose weight, that are trying to improve their health, that are trying to uh, focus on their health and wellness and their well-being. My tip for those women um, uh, is no days off. And that's based on a conversation that I actually had with one of my clients um, after we were talking about just some of her struggles to maintain consistency um, in her eating, to main, maintain consistency with her exercise, and then also with her stress management. So this is something that is, that is like I said, it's something that I've been observing as a weight loss coach. So I'm not speaking... Um, I'm speaking more from an anecdotal standpoint. I'm not going to be bringing in like a lot of statistics and uh, uh, facts and figures and, and those things. This is not going to be a broad conversation for the general population. It's just going to be strictly based on what I have been seeing and what I've been observing um, based on the clients that I've been working with. So in case this is your first time listening, um, or the, I'm sorry, in case this is your first time listening or watching, my name is Lene Urban. I am a certified nutrition, fat loss nutrition consultant. I'm a stress management coach. I am the general manager of Lean Iron Kettlebell Studio. We are a fitness gym here in the suburbs of Illinois. And I have been working with women since about 2017 is when I kind of came out as a weight loss coach after going through my own health and wellness journey, starting that journey. Um, it was in 2014, so six years ago, where I went from this like eight year struggle uh, with my own weight and with my own stress management 
to finally being able to lose the weight for good and to completely change my lifestyle from a, a horrible like relationship with food, uh, a horrible relationship with dealing and managing stress to uh, you know to a, a more healthy and balanced relationship with food and like an obsession with all things health and wellness, but in a way that's sustainable, in a way that's balanced. And so I teach women now, I teach women how to approach weight loss from a stress management perspective. I teach women how to look for the stressors in their lives um, and the stressors that they brought with them from childhood into adulthood that are preventing them from being able to really um, to sustain their results. So the women that come to me, like by the time they find me and they, uh, a lot of the women that I work with right now, they've either found me on YouTube, um, they've found my podcast and um, they heard me talking about something regarding stress and hormones and weight that really clicked with them. And they approach me and they reach out to me because these women typically have tried a number of different things to lose weight and have uh, most of them have been successful in losing weight in the past and they haven't been able to maintain their weight loss. And so when they get to me, they get to me, you know, because they've tried everything and nothing that they've been able to try um, has worked for them over the long term. And so everything that I love, because I changed my, my lifestyle, starting from the root of stress, and stress management starting there first that then allowed me to be able to then make sustainable changes to my eating, sustainable changes uh, to my exercise and my movement and my activity level. Because that's where I started, I look at everything from a stress perspective. I look at everything from the perspective of how is this, like how is your lifestyle or how are these foods that you're eating or how are these cravings that you're having or how is this lack of energy to exercise? Like what stressor is all of that growing from? That's the way that I look at everything. I look at everything from a standpoint of if somebody comes to me and says, Lene, like I've tried everything. I haven't been able to achieve my weight loss goal or um, I've been able to lose weight in the past, but it's just come back and I don't know how to maintain my weight loss. My first instinct and my first reaction is, Let's take a look at all the stressors in your lives and let's figure out which of these stressors are contributing to your inability to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. So this is just a little bit of background so that you understand the way that I think when I approach, when, when a woman approach me about weight loss and hiring me to help them achieve their goals. I always look at things. That's just, this is just how I think. I look at things and I approach things from the standpoint of stressors. Okay. So I was talking to one of my clients and, uh, this was a, a few weeks ago when the black lives matter movement really, ex I mean, just when it exploded and you had like corporations and, um, companies and businesses like big corporations, big companies, big, big businesses now starting to have conversations about racial discrimination, like in the workplace and in, in other areas and aspects of life. And I was talking to one of my clients and she was saying how her company, they were having a meeting to discuss racial discrimination and racial disparity in the office. 
And she said that she got really emotional and it confused her because she's not like that. She's, she's, she's not one to get emotional. She's not one to feel like she's going to break down and cry. Like that's just not who she is. And she said for some reason she was feeling like really emotional, you know, where she almost wanted to cry just from the overwhelm of like the, having those conversations for the very first time, like ever in her company. But then she was also talking about the fact that it has been very difficult for her over the past few weeks or so to maintain the eating habits that her and I agreed to, um, agreed to establishing in order to achieve her weight loss goals. And so we began to have a conversation about stress. And I was thinking, I, I, it just kind of dawned on me, it clicked to me like in that moment during that conversation that um, my clients that I have that are my Caucasian clients, they are very similar in age, uh, demographic, in, in career, um, and, you know, and all of those things to my clients that are women of color. So all of my clients are about the same demographic. They're all around the same age. Um, they're all, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, very successful, high-performing women, right? In in different aspects of of in, in different industries, um, they're all moms. You know, some of them grandmas, and there there are so there are so many similarities between all of my clients, except for their skin color, except for their ethnic background. But what's weird to me is that these women, they, um, these women, they're, the disparity is in like their, their metabolic diseases. So I have like my two Caucasian clients and my two African-American clients, or, you know, my two clients that are women of color and my two clients that are not all around the same age, all around the same starting weight. They all have about the same, you know, weight to lose. They all work in high performing, successful, like career driven industries. And the only difference is that my two clients who are women of color also have like high blood pressure, um, or diabetes, whereas my two Caucasian clients don't. And that is what I noticed. That's the disparity that I noticed between um, women that I've worked with that are women of color and those that aren't, is that for the most part, my clients that were women of color, they not only did they have weight to lose, but then they also had um, a metabolic disease that they wanted to get under control and manage in addition to losing weight, which uh, for the most part for my clients that were not women of color, that was not the same thing. And so that got me thinking like, what, what is the disparity? What's the difference? And I started to connect the conversation between my, my client who was struggling, you know, just with sticking to her routine, who got emotional during that meeting at work, like, you know, kind of connecting that conversation with the conversation or just with my thoughts about the disparity between the clients that I've had. And what I connected it to is I connected it to um, the stress, the amount of stress, the amount of intergenerational stress, the disparity between the intergenerational stress between women of color, between women of color and women that are not women of color. And it made me think about a study that I read a couple of years ago 
that was done on mice where they were looking at the impact of uh, intergenerational stress on mice. And what they did was they exposed one mouse, a male mouse, to an enormous amount of stress that drove up his cortisol, it drove up his stress hormones, and then they had that mouse procreate. And what the study found was that the mice that were subjected to an, like an inordinate amount of stress, they procreated up to four generations. And the mice that procreated up to four generations that were subjected to stress, they found higher levels of stress hormones, of cortisol, in the mice that in like the great grand great grandchildren of the mice so to speak so four generations later they found higher stress hormones in those mice than in the mice of uh whose previous generation was not subjected to the same stress so does that make sense so you have the two mice one is subjected to um stressors the other one isn't and then they procreate up to four generations by the time they got to the fourth generation, this study found that the mice, both the male and the female mice, from this one all the way back here, they had higher levels of stress hormone in their system than the mice four generations later that, that was not subjected to stress. So what this study was indicating was that stress the amount of stress that a person experiences in their life, it can be passed down biochemically, hormonally. It can be passed down up to four generations. So when I look at, when I look at the history of people of color in this country, right, in America, or people of color all over the world, there has never been a generation for people of color in which they were, that generation was not subject, subjected to an inordinate amount of stress due to slavery and then Jim Crow, right? And, and, and the civil rights movement. So we're talking generation, generations of stressors, of racial stressors in this country that are being passed down up to four generations later. Um, if you consider like a generation about 70 years and you multiply the 70 times four, we're talking my ancestor from 280 years ago, whatever stress my ancestor 280 years ago was subjected to elevated his or her stress hormones and then they procreated four generations, they had me and now I have a higher amount of stress hormone in my body based on what my what my 280 year old you know grandmother or grandfather what they experienced and so that's that's the study that came to my mind as I was having this conversation with my client and what I was telling her was that women of color especially women of color we can't approach weight loss in the same way that other people can. The reasons why we carry certain metabolic disease or the reasons why I believe that I've seen like the disparity between certain metabolic diseases like high blood pressure, like diabetes, is because these metabolic diseases are 
closely linked and related to our stress hormones. They're closely linked and related to the amount of cortisol and adrenaline and noradrenaline that is consistently um, manifesting in our symptoms as a result of day-to-day stressors. So women of color cannot approach weight loss from the standpoint of, oh, I'm just going to exercise. Oh, I'm just going to eat healthy. Like, I'm just going to go on this diet. I'm just going to exercise in order to, like, you know, to lose weight. No, we have to, we actually have to look at weight loss from a rest-based lifestyle perspective where we're not simply changing our diet and changing our, our exercise routine. We are trying to change our entire lifestyles in order to mitigate the amount of stress that we were born into this world already under as a result of the biochemistry from the generations that came before us being subjected to an inordinate amount of racial stress. Does that make sense? So women of color, just this is anecdotal. Of course, I'm speaking in general terms. I'm not, speak, I'm, I'm not speaking about every single person of color in the world, but women of color tend to, for that reason, they tend to have a higher tolerance for stress and a higher tolerance for pain, but that doesn't mean that their bodies, that their physical, their biochemistry, their physical bodies can tolerate it more, can tolerate more stress without the body breaking down, without the symptoms of that, of that stress showing up in belly fat, showing up in high blood pressure, showing up in anxiety. Um, just because women of color can, uh, for example, I have one client now, very successful, high-performing client, who, uh, was recent, who recently lost her husband within the past couple of years to cancer and is now a single mom of four. So just because she is you know, strong enough to, to grieve her husband's death, and to continue raising her four kids while she's now working on her own health and wellness journey, while she's now working on her own weight loss, while she's now working to get her own blood pressure under control. Yes, yeah, she, is she strong enough to carry all of that? Yes, of course she is. But that stress is manifesting in her body through her blood pressure and through her weight. Do you know what I'm saying? So this is what I was telling my client when she was talking about the fact that she, you know, she was like, I've just been staying up late. I've been staying up late watching the news. I got emotional at work when we were having that conversation. I've been so uh, just fatigued. I don't have the motivation to get up and exercise. I don't have the motivation to get up and cook for myself. I've been eating out a lot. And what I told her is that because we carry higher levels of stress hormone in our biochemistry and in our bodies based on what was passed down to us from previous generations, that we are taking even like when we start a health and wellness journey, taking a day off, a few days off, a week off, a couple weeks off, that sets us back even farther because we're already starting farther back. So if we decide that we want to start a weight loss journey and we want to change our lifestyle and we want to change our health and all of those things, we're starting from back here. The place that we're starting from is now trying to regulate our stress hormones and trying to regulate our metabolism. You know what I mean? Like, this is where we have to start. We have to start from a place where we are consistently now lowering cortisol, we're lowering adrenaline and noradrenaline first 
before we can even get to the starting line of, okay, now weight can start coming off. Because one of the things that I say frequently is that a stressed out body, a stressed out metabolism, an imbalanced metabolism, stressed out hormones, imbalanced hormones, do not let go of weight. For women, the same hormones that are required to release weight are the same hormones that are required to actually get us through our day-to-day stressors. So if our metabolism is out of whack and our hormones are out of whack and we start a weight loss journey, a lot of women, they get, they might get frustrated because they're doing everything right. Like that, you know, my client, one of my clients, she's doing everything that I'm telling her to do, right? She's eating right. She's exercising consistently. And then she's not seeing any results. There's no weight coming off. You know, there, there, there are no inches coming off. Like nothing's happening excuse me, as opposed to my other client who started at the exact same time as her, who's eating the exact same way she is, who's exercising the exact same amount that she's exercising. Over the course, over the course of time, she lost 11 inches in eight weeks. Whereas my other client who's a woman of color didn't lose anything. Why is that? It's because my other client who's a woman of color, and I'm, I'm saying this not because she's a woman of color, but because I know her lifestyle She is, she lives a very stressful lifestyle with her work, uh, being a single mom with the area that she lives in. And now, especially with everything that's going on right now, her life is very, her body is stressed out. Her hormones are out of whack. Her metabolism is out of whack. So what she's doing right now is, uh, it's, it's sort of bringing her metabolism and her hormones and her stressors to a level of homeostasis. And that's where the body has to, that's where the body has to go first. The body has to get to a a level of homeostasis first before it can start releasing weight. And so for women of color, the reason why we have to um, adopt healthier eating habits, very clean. The reason why we have to eat clean, the reason why we do have to exercise, we have to strength train, we have to uh, go for walks. Some of us do actually have to do, you know, we have to go for runs or jogs or do a, a little more traditional cardio. Um, we have to sleep, but we have to prioritize getting really good sleep at night, sleeping better. We have to prioritize eliminating as many toxic people and relationships and environments from our space and from our bubble as possible. And the reason why that's actually a requirement for us in particular is because we're already starting back here. Based on that mice, based on the mouse study, the mice study, four generations. So stressors from our ancestors from four generations ago we're coming into the world already with higher levels of cortisol and adrenaline and noradrenaline. We're coming out of the womb with that. So that means that then in the course of our lives, then if we experience stress, do you know, just from racial discrimination and disparities and, and all of those things, then that's just stress. That's our stress already compounded on top of the stress that we were, that we came into the world with. So that's why it's required. Like, even if you feel like, oh, I'm comfortable with my weight. I'm, you know, I'm comfortable with the way that I look. It's not, it's not even about that. 
Because like I said, like these women that I'm working with, yeah, they can, you know, they want to lose 20 to 30 pounds, you know, and, and yeah, they want to fit into a smaller dress size and, and all these things. But these women are also, they have high blood pressure. They have diabetes and they, and they fit demographically. They fit the same in the same exact demographic as my clients who are not women of color. But my clients who are not women of color, they don't have high blood pressure. They don't have diabetes. So that's why it's like, it's a requirement. Number one, it's a requirement that we live a stress, a rest-based lifestyle so that we can undo the stress, like the, the, stre the biochemical stressors that we were already born with. And then so that we can mitigate the amount of stress that we are under right now based on what's happening in the country. And then so that we can then get to the place where now we can start getting a hold of our blood pressure and getting a hold of our blood sugar and um, decreasing our chances of developing cancer and strokes and heart attacks and all of those things. And then finally get to the place now where we can start losing weight and actually building muscle and burning fat, you know, and looking fit, looking toned and looking healthy. Okay. So the bottom line that I told my client and that like, I'm, you know, the bottom line of this video is that we can't take any days off, no days off. That's what I told her. And I'm not saying that in like, from the place of, oh, you have to, um, I'm not saying that from the place of like, you are never allowed to have like red velvet cake ever again in your life. Like, that's not what I mean by no days off. By no days off, I mean, once you start your health and wellness journey, it, it's no longer just about you wanting to like lose a certain amount of weight or get down to a certain size. It's that health and wellness journey is now about you undoing the damage, undoing the stressor damage that is already inside of you based on generations past. And, and then the stress, the stress, the damage of the stressors that you are being subjected to on a daily basis because of what's happening in our country. Like there are no days off from that. There, there is never a day that you can take where you're like, you know what, just for today, I'm going to allow these toxic people into my bubble. No, you're not. No, you can't afford that. Like you don't have that luxury. Do you know what I'm saying? Or where you just kind of give up everything completely and it's like, you know what, I don't care about eating clean. I don't care about going to the gym. You know, I don't, I'm going to stay up late. I'm going to know. Because you're not just taking, it's like, it's like compounding. You're not just taking a day off. That's like setting you back even further than if you weren't already coming into, or already coming into life with all of those things on top of your back. So it takes, I, what I'm finding is that for my clients who are women of color, I'm actually focusing more so, they're, do, they're eating the food that I'm telling them to eat. They're exercising. They're doing the exercises that I'm telling them to do. Okay. And, but I'm noticing for us now, it's about, it's actually more so about the stress management piece and me helping them create a mental and an emotional space where they can 
attack their stressors from the root and really dig those things up and undo a lot of those things that are um, that are affecting them hormonally and affecting their metabolism based purely on the fact that you know uh, that they are women of color and they're under a, a like a, a just a different amount of stress than those who aren't so uh that's all <laughs> um so I think, yeah, so for, for women, definitely that are women of color, like my, my tips, my suggestions for you, especially if you have a specific goal weight that you're trying to achieve, if you have a dress size that you're trying to get down to, if you have certain diseases that you're trying to get a handle on and control, um, that you're trying to, to get a, you know, to, to mitigate, to eliminate the chance or decrease the chances if there are certain diseases that a lot of women in your family, you know, have gotten and you're trying to undo that for yourself, like change the fate of your own health. My, my advice, and this is just based on the women that I'm working with and sort of my observations and the two, three, four that I'm putting together just in my own brain, my suggestions are to, um, uh, my suggestion is to my suggestion is to pursue a rest based lifestyle, a rest based approach to your health and wellness journey that starts with stress management first. Where before you like jump into the gym and jump into a diet program, that you're actually taking care of like your mental and your emotional health, putting in. Um, putting in a, a placeholder, something that will allow you to help you manage your mental and emotional health first. So whether that's having like, you know, hiring a coach, like a life coach or a therapist or something, um, or doing, so, you know, doing some classes or something that help you uh, to, to de-stress and to relax, like that's the, that's the very first thing that you, that in my opinion, that you need to be incorporating into your lifestyle before you then layer on top the diet and exercise. Because, because of the stress and because women, because our bodies are more reactive to how much stress is already in our bodies, if you tackle the diet and you tackle the exercise without having this piece in here, the stress management piece, then you're not gonna, this is not gonna move. This isn't gonna do anything for you. You might likely lose, a, you know, just a little bit of weight here and there, but you're never going to get to your goal weight and you're never going to be able to sustain your results if this part, if the stress management piece is not in there first as the foundation. Okay. All right. I hope this was encouraging. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. I look forward to seeing you guys again next time. Oh, 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 oh,